at covenant for life, we're about getting results. They have Moses, the prophets, and Pastor Trice. I'm in the word. If you believe my prophet, so shall you prosper. See, when people jealous of you, they try to make it seem like it's something wrong with you. To keep you from seeing that there's something wrong with them. I can tell when somebody's jealous. They ain't got to say that just how they get move. into the word with Dr. Anthony <laughs> Come on, Jeremiah 29, verse 11, read. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, uh -huh. said the Lord. Said the Lord, read. Thoughts of peace. And not of evil. Read. To give you an expected end. Look to the person that you say, neighbor. Neighbor. I want you to shout it. Say, neighbor. Neighbor. God. God. Has a great plan. Has a great plan. For your life. Say, neighbor. God. Has a great plan. For your life. Come on, one more time. Say, neighbor. God has a great plan for your life. Now put those hands together if you believe it and give God a praise. Notice what Jeremiah said. He's prophesying to the people of God who was in captivity in Babylon. In other words, they was caught up and trapped in the world system. You can be saved and trapped. You can be saved and stuck. So notice what Jeremiah said. For I know the thoughts. And it's a Hebrew word for thoughts means plans. You may not know God for a plan for you, but God knows it. He said, for I know. This word know me, understand. So God is saying, I understand my plan for your life. That I think toward you, said the Lord. Watch this. Thoughts are plans of peace. God's plan for you is to have peace. God's plan for your life is to be at peace. So if you are not at peace, that's a clear sign that you're probably not in God's. One of the ways that you can tell when you are in the will of God or the plan of God is that you have peace. If you don't have any peace, it's because, watch this, you haven't accepted the plan of God. Amen. And a lot of times we have a problem with accepting God's will or plan for our life because it's uncomfortable. And the reason why you are struggling is because you don't want to change. You watch this. Even Jesus had to pray to get into the will of the Father. Amen. Even Jesus had to pray in order to get into the plan of the father so if he had to pray some things that God has in store for you 
you don't just readily accept. You know why? Somebody said why? Because you don't fully understand it. That's why there are some things that God has preordained for your life. It's not designed to bring you comfort. And a lot of folks want some comfort. But God don't want comfort. God wants you to learn how to trust him. Watch this. Watch this. For I know the thoughts or the plans that I think towards you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. You did this word expected, mean prosperous. Listen, if you're not expecting anything, you're not going to get anything. Expectation is the breathing ground for miracles. A lot of people don't get the miracles that God got for them because they don't have no expectation. Watch this, verse 12. Then shall ye call upon me. You know what? Once you understand my plan and purpose, then you got to pray. That's what call upon me mean. He's talking about call on me in prayer. Read. And ye shall go and pray unto me. And you shall go and pray unto me. And watch this read. And I will hearken unto you. And I will pay close attention to what you're saying. Watch this verse 13. And ye shall seek me. You shall pursue me. And find me. And the only way you're going to find me if you pursue me. You're not just going to automatically find me if you don't pursue me. You're not just going to haphazardly discover who I am if you don't pursue me. You will never get to know who I am if you don't pursue me. A lot of folks don't know God because they're not pursuing him. They're just coming to church. It's impossible to know God and keep acting a fool. I said it's impossible to know who God is and just keep acting a fool. If you acting a fool, it's because you don't know God. Read. When you search for me. He said, when you search for me, you're just not going to find God. You, you ever lost something? I, I lost some glasses probably some months ago, and I haven't found them glasses yet. But watch this. I haven't given up. I'm still trying to feel my way to remember where did I put those glasses? <laughs> That's for seek me. I'm looking. I'm searching. I'm digging. See, a lot of us not searching. We not digging. We want just stuff. We want to stay on the surface when it comes to God and think we're going to get the stuff that God got for us. It ain't finna happen. Have you noticed that treasures are hidden? Have you noticed that some treasures have road maps you got to follow in order to find a treasure? Well, God is a treasure, and you're not just going to discover God if you're not seeking after him, if you're not pursuing after him. Read. And search for And search for me with what? All your heart. Your whole heart. 
So you will never discover my plan or my purpose for your life if you don't pursue me with your whole heart. And, and I'm amazed folk in church don't have a clue what they should be doing. Don't know, the, don't know whether they coming or going. You know why? Because you're not earnest enough when it comes to chasing God. Now, now, I know we can do it because some, some people go on a job and work 100 hours in a week. Some women are chasing no good men. <laughs> so I know we got energy. Our energy is just geared toward the wrong thing. I know we can be intense. We just intense when it comes to the wrong thing. See, uh, well, man, I, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Let's go to Genesis chapter 37. Say neighbor. neighbor. God, God has a great plan, a great plan for, your life. for your life. Turn it to the other person on the other side of you. Say neighbor. neighbor. God, God has a great plan, a great plan for, your life. for your life. It doesn't matter where you at right now. It doesn't matter what's going on around you. It doesn't matter how things look in a natural realm. God got a plan for your life. But you have to believe that. Watch this. Let's start at verse uh, 3. Read. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children. Israel loved Joseph more than all of his children. Uh-huh. Because he was the son of his old age. Read. And he made him a coat of many colors. This coat represents the favor of God upon Joseph's life. And I, and I mentioned by the rainbow represents different things. It, 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 it represents prosperity. It represents favor. It represents sanctification. A rainbow symbolizes natural things. So all this, watch this, was on Joseph's life. Verse 4. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren. Watch this. They, they, they saw that the father loved them. Watch this. There are some people in church that don't like you because they, it appears that God loved you more than he loved them. You want me to explain that? What it is, is that some people love God more than other people. Everybody in here don't love God the same. Now, I know a lot of people say they love God, but there are somebody, there are some Christians that love God with all their heart. When you love like God like that, a special favor comes on you. But watch this, because some comes along with favor too. Read. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren. And when they saw that, read. They hated him. They what? Listen, it's some people that hate you because of God's favor on your life. I'm finna, I'm finna deal with some stuff, man. Because it is a strong spirit of jealousy in the church. And you know why? Because some folk hate on you because of God's favor on you. Watch this. Read. And could not speak peaceably to Watch them. This. You know why? They, you could tell they hate him because they couldn't even speak to him correctly. 
when, pers- when people jealous of you, they, they treat you a certain way. It's hard for them to respect you and, and treat you. So it ain't you, it's them. See, when people jealous of you, they try to make it seem like it's something wrong with you. And the reason why they try to make it seem like something wrong with you to keep you from seeing that there's something wrong with them. <laughs> I can tell when somebody's jealous. They ain't got to say that just how they move. <laughs> I can tell. It's just certain things they say. It's how they act toward me. They ain't said nothing. They ain't said nothing. It's just how they, they, they talk about you behind your back. Then when they see you, they smile in your face. Read. And Joseph dreamed a dream. And he what? One of the ways that God speaks to us is through dreams and visions and prophecy. Read. And he told it his brethren. And he told it to his brother. Now watch this. He told it to his brothers that already hated him. Sometimes you don't know somebody hating on you. And you sitting up telling them all God going to do for you. Read. And they hated him yet the more. Listen, they hated him even more. Read. And he said unto them, uh-huh. Here, I pray you, this dream which I have dreamed. Verse 7. For behold, we were binding sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheaf arose, and also stood upright. And behold, your sheaves stood round about and made ambience to my sheaf. And his brethren said to him, Shall thou indeed reign over us? Watch this. There are some people that hate for you to be over them. There is some people hate to come subject to you. You know why? They wish they was you. Watch this. I said this this morning. There are some people that sit in your ministry and think they can do it better than you. You can't do this better than me. Want me to tell you why? why? It ain't your ministry. <laughs> I've had people come in this church and try to do this that I'm doing. In other words, what they were trying to do is sabotage this church. Watch this. Judas tried to sabotage Jesus' ministry and hung himself. If you trying to stop something that God has ordained, when you come against somebody that God hand is on, you're going to hang yourself. You, watch this. You don't have to say nothing. They're going to hang themselves. Judas had no clue of what he was doing. Jesus, Jesus knew he was a snake. Jesus knew he was going to betray them. Jesus didn't say nothing. Nobody said, whatever you do, do it quickly. <laughs> and he hung himself. You got to say nothing to folk. Folk will hang themselves. Be 
because you're not coming against a man, you're coming against God. Read. Or shall thou indeed have dominion over us? This is his brother talking. Read. And they hated him yet the more for you his know, dreams. You, you know why they hated him? You know why their hatred continued to progress? It's because they wouldn't acknowledge what was in their heart. When you won't acknowledge what's going on in you, you get worse. You get worse. I'm going to show you how worse they got. Read. And hated him for his word. Now we hear God say they hate it, right? They hate finna turn into envy. Watch this. Read. And he dreamed yet another dream. Uh-huh. And told it his brethren. Watch this. And said, behold. I have dreamed a dream more. Read. And behold, the sun and the moon and the 11 stars made ambience to me. You know what God was showing Joseph? Your mother and father and your siblings gonna come subject to you. Verse 10. And he told it to his father uh -huh. and his brethren. Read. And his father rebuked him. His, his father correct him. And Read. said unto him, uh -huh. What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Read. Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee, to the <laughs> earth? Verse 11. And his brethren envied Stop. him. Stop. The hatred turned over to envy. You know what it means to envy somebody? When you envy somebody, that means you will hurt them now. And when folks envy you, they would try to destroy you. They try to sabotage you. Read. But his father observed the saying. He observed the saying, read. And his brethren went to feed their father's flock. Watch this. And, and you know the story as you read up. His brothers went out in the field and Joseph came out there and they seen him coming and they plotted to kill him. And God, how many know when God hand on you, you can't stop. You can't stop somebody who God hand is on. That's why people lose their mind when they come against leaders and when they come against churches. I, I know some a family that came against a pastor in a ministry and the mama died. The daughter got pregnant. They got a divorce. They lost their house. They lost their car. Because they didn't know what they was doing. It's dangerous to rise up against men and women of God that God has ordained to be over you. Because you think you can do it better or you whatever you think. You do a fool. Read. And his brethren went to feed their father's I'm flock sorry, and sheep. That, that, that's it. That's it. Say neighbor. God has a plan for your life. Jeremiah 1. You know the story. Joseph was thrown in the ditch. God intervened and they sold him as a slave. He went down to Egypt, the Bible says. He went into Potiphar's house. Potiphar's wife accused him of trying to sleep with her. He was thrown in jail. He was in jail for two years. He had a dream. The butler and the baker had a dream. Joseph interpreted the dream. God, Pharaoh had a problem. 
He didn't know the answer. He called for Joseph. Jo Joseph gave him an interpretation, and Joseph being ended up being second in command in Egypt. Now watch this. The dream we just read about, he was 17. The dream was fulfilled when he was 30. Say neighbor. neighbor. Behind every dream. Behind every prophecy, behind every vision, is a process. If you don't go through the process, come on, say, if you don't go through the process, you will never fulfill the dream, the prophecy, or the vision. And you know what's wrong with a lot of people? They frustrated. You know why they're frustrated? Because they don't want to go through the middle part. God, I ain't doubt God hasn't spoken to you, but you're trying to get from the beginning to the end. But in between is a process. And a lot of folks have aborted the process. And it's everybody's fault except yours. Watch this. New members. You have to be careful when people come to you. I'm talking, about, I'm talking to the new members. Let me see the new members. Raise your hand. All the new members, raise your hand. All the new members, raise your hand. Put your hand down. You got to be careful when people come to you talking about me. New members, you have to be careful when people come to you. You just got here and they're talking about this church. Let me tell you why. I've seen some gifted people, some talented people come in this church and somebody put something in their spirit and they aborted their purpose. It was called spiritual abortion. God sent you here and you got connected to somebody. Listen, if somebody come and ask you for their number, say no. What they asking you for your number for? I want to tell you why. Because they want to mess your spirit up. They, they not happy about something? Okay, if you're not happy about something, talk to somebody about it. Why, why would you go to a new member? Want me to tell you why? That's a spirit of discord. And you know what the Bible says? God hate discord among the brethren. What is discord? Discord is when you put something in somebody's spirit about somebody that ain't even true. And you cause that person to go astray. That's discord. Guys, I hate that. Whole bunch of folk came here, had purpose, had destiny, and they got, they aborted their purpose because they got with the wrong people. Only, the only thing you obligated to do is love people, speak to people. Some people, you ain't supposed to be their friend. Cause you don't know who you hooking up with. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you permission to do something. If you wanna know about somebody, ask me about them. Cause y'all don't know folks. But ask me and I'll tell you they're a snake. <laughs> and you need to stay away from them. Watch this. Let me, let, me, let me help y'all with something. When you are over something, God give you hindsight, foresight, 
new sight and insight. Read. It came also in the days of Jehoiakim, uh -huh. the son of Josiah, Read. king of Judah, uh -huh. unto the end of the eleventh year of Zedekiah, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, unto the carrying away of Jerusalem, captive in the fifth month. Uh-huh, read. Then the word of the Lord came unto me. Watch this. Look how this word traveled down through generations to Jeremiah. Read. Saying, uh -huh. before I formed thee in the belly. God is talking to Jeremiah. He I, said, before you and your mother and father even came together. Read. I knew I thee. knew who you were. You think God don't know you? You, you don't think God is capable? Of, you, do, you don't think God knows what you're capable of doing? I, and I'm not just talking about negative. I'm talking about positive too. You don't even know what you possess. And listen, everything that you need to become the person that you are is already in you. It just takes time to discover it. And a lot of people are in a rush. God ain't in no rush. Something, the Bible says that Jesus Christ did not come into the fullness of time. Watch this. When Jesus came at 12 years old, he was in a temple dialoguing with some lawyers. <laughs> he was conversing with lawyers. He was that wise, that intelligent. After 12, you don't hear about Jesus again till he's 30. Why is that? Because even Jesus had to go through a Watch this. Jesus' life was already planned out before he came. Say neighbor. Your life is already planned out. All you have to do after you get saved is get on the track of obedience. Why do you think the devil works overtime to keep you from obeying God? Because the only way you can reach your destiny or destination is by obedience. So Satan is going to come against you with everything he can to cause you to be out the will of God. Watch this. I said this today and it's worth saying again. There are some people I know that their spirit has been poisoned by folks. But you know why I ain't going to say nothing to you? Because if you that silly to let somebody poison your spirit, then you need to be poisoned. That's high school stuff. <laughs> That's grade school stuff. I know your spirit messed up. And you know why you messed up? Because you'd have been bit by a snake. You know what that's called? Venom. Slander is venom. Gossip is venom. Discord is venom. And a lot of y'all playing with snakes. 
Watch this. Read. And before thou came forth out of the womb, God said, Jeremiah, before you even came out of your mother's womb, read. I sanctified. I set you apart. Yeah. Have you ever wondered why you can't fit in? You know why? Because before you came out of your mother's womb, God set you apart. He separated you. I, I couldn't understand why I never fit in with folk. Because you know what? Thank you for tuning in to Covenant for Life TV Ministries. If you would like to be a covenant partner for $25 a month, make checks payable to Covenant for Life Christian Center. We're located at 7200 West Forest in St. Louis, Missouri, 63136. Our order of services, Sunday morning worship, early rise service at 8 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. Wednesday night Bible class at 7 p.m. It is people like you who help make it possible to spread the word of God, and we thank you for your continued support.